This is an All Ears English podcast, episode 786. How to set the scene in English when you tell a story. Welcome to the All Ears English podcast, downloaded more than 50 million times. We believe in connection, not perfection, with your American hosts, Lindsay McMahon, the English adventurer, and Michelle Kaplan, the New York radio girl, coming to you from Boston and New York City, USA. And to get your transcripts delivered by email every week, go to allearsenglish.com forward slash subscribe. Today, get some native and natural phrases to use to connect. When you are talking to natives and you want to give some background and go into a story. Wondering about your fluency level? Take our simple English fluency quiz and find out if you're 50% fluent, 65% fluent, or 80% fluent. Plus, get ready for an exciting new course release coming up in early June. Learn from real English conversations so you can finally get confident. Take the quiz at allearsenglish.com slash fluency score. Hey, Michelle, how you doing? Hey, Lindsay, I am good. I'm good. How's it going? I'm good. I've been busy doing lots of fun stuff for All Ears English and just life in general is busy, isn't it? It's crazy. It is. It is. Somehow the summer always ends up being like really busy. I don't know why. Yeah, busy, (laughs) crazy and crazy busy. (laughs) Yes, but it's good. It's good to be busy. (laughs) So, Michelle, I have a quick story for you. Um, Did I ever tell you about the time I hitchhiked to get from Chile to Argentina? No. Okay, well, just to set this up, I can tell you that I had been backpacking for six months in South America and I was broke. Okay, and... (laughs) Okay, that's where we stop. (laughs) All right. So we won't tell the rest of that story. But luckily, I survived (laughs) the hitchhiking. Um, That was have you ever hitchhiked before Michelle in your life? Um, Not like there was one time that I I wouldn't consider this to be hitchhiking, but we were caught in the rain. And we really needed a ride somewhere. And there were these nice people that we were talking to when they gave us a ride. But that doesn't, that doesn't, I mean, it's like, that's like mini hitchhiking. That's mini, it's low risk hitchhiking. You didn't walk along the street and put your hand I up sure in the air, your I thumb up not. in the air. <laughs> I didn't. <laughs> so in that little role play, Michelle, what was the key phrase that I used to kind of introduce the situation or my mindset at the time? You said just to set this up. Yeah. Okay. Do you ever use that phrase or anything like it? Um, I don't know if I use that one in particular, but I know it, of course. And I might say, um, I don't know. I'm trying to think of what I would say. I'll have to think about it. But yeah, Yeah. I I, I get why you used it. Yeah, there's a few other options later in the episode. But you know, so why did I use it? So let's tell all our listeners, like, why did why did I use it? Well, I think that you used it because you were kind of setting the scene. You were, Ooh. yeah, you were setting the scene. You were building the context, right? That's a, yeah, building the context so that the story is more, I don't know, more interesting, more relevant for people, right? Mm-hmm. Right, right, exactly. 
And I love this because this is right in line with a lot of the episodes we've been doing lately, guys, talking about how to transition, like to introduce something. You know, a few weeks ago, we talked about how to say that you are about to state something that's counterintuitive, right? And what else did we do a few weeks ago, Michelle? Uh, well, we did in an episode to say that we're about to give negative feedback. Yeah, I think these are like two or three really high level skills that our listeners oh, yeah. are ready for. What do you think? Are they ready? For sure. I mean, yeah, that giving negative feedback. I mean, that's really a skill. Yeah, it's so important. Again, it goes back to connection because you don't want to just jump in and give the feedback, especially if it's something negative, right? About their fashion choices, maybe what they cooked. (laughs) Right, right. Right. You want to make sure you prepare them. Yeah. So guys, you can come back to our blog to find those. But for today, Michelle, what are we talking about? Um, well, today we are talking about, well, we have a question from a listener, yes. right? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. A question from a listener who I love this because this listener was actually listening, listening to real native English and he picked up on it. So that is exactly what we want. That's perfect. Okay. So before we read the question, guys, go ahead and hit subscribe on your podcast player so you can always be in touch with All Ears English. Okay. Perfect. So, Michelle, could you read the question? Absolutely. Here we Thank go. Thank you. <laughs> All right. Hi, Lindsay. I have a question for the podcast, which, by the way, I've been listening to every day, at least two episodes per day. <laughs> well, that's great. Thank you. Um, to catch my lost time. I'm kind of new here. All right. Well, welcome. I was listening to an NPR podcast, and I heard the guy saying, just to set this up, Oh, blah, blah, blah. Uh, sorry, just to set this up, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> I, I was reacting to it. <laughs> uh, it was an episode about Beck Weathers, the climber that survived a storm in Everest. I thought that I knew the meaning of set up, but this was totally new for me. So what was he, what did he mean with, by this expression, just to set this up? Is it common or natural to say this in casual conversations? Even not knowing the meaning, the expression sounded nice. So I would like to better understand the expression. Perhaps I can use it in uh, my daily conversations. Um, thank you guys for you, your superb work. Best, Rodrigo mm, Coelho? Is that Coelho, right? yeah. Yes. Yeah. So, thank you, yes. Rodrigo. Awesome. And Rodrigo is one of our eight lucky listeners that's coming to Boston in Ooh. August, which is coming very soon because that's, what is today? Today is what, August 7th? Is that right? Uh, August 7th? around there. So it's about 10 days away that they will be here and you will be here too, Michelle. I will be here, Rodrigo. I'll see you in Boston. (laughs) So Rodrigo is doing the right things to prepare for Boston. And this is exactly what you guys want to be doing in general to build connection in English. I love NPR. Do you listen to any NPR podcasts, Michelle? Um, I actually listen to sometimes with my students, I listen to them, but um, I I know them, but I, I wouldn't say that I listen to too much. You listen a lot? I do. I mean, sometimes, you know, I try to tune in and I think it's a good way to get really natural English because it's kind of conversational, but he's also getting news and interesting stories. So interviews, right? Yeah, right. I do love that about NPR, like that some of their topics are so interesting. So yeah, I don't know that I listen every day, but I, I really do like a lot of this stuff. Yeah. So going back to Rodrigo's example, right? So he asked about why did the person say the host? Why did the host say just to set this up? Right. And I feel, why do you, why again, Michelle, did the host say that? What's this all about? What are we talking about today? So again, this is building context, right? So it's, mm-hmm. it's preparing us for the story. Yeah. And why is it weird if we don't do it? 
Um, because it's weird if we just like jump right into details, right? So I think so. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it can be right. It can be a little bit, I don't know, uh, jolting or like a little bit too soon. Mm, and it, but it's definitely like in a specific kind of situation, right? Maybe when we have a little bit of an audience, would you agree with that? Because I can see this with the NPR broadcaster, right? He's just like, he's telling this story about this guy, what, this hiker is that who climbed Mount Everest or something, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, yeah. Right. So he wants to put people in the mindset of a hiker climbing Mount Everest, right? Exactly, exactly. Yeah, I like that. I, and I, yeah, again, I don't think, I think this is really appropriate for, you know, what this listener heard. And, you know, maybe I wouldn't say it if I'm just talking to one friend. But yeah, I agree that this seems more appropriate for like a show or if you're talking Mm. to a group of people, maybe, maybe a tad more formal in a way. Yeah, now that I'm thinking about it, I didn't think about that when we wrote this episode today. But yeah, I think you're right, Michelle. I think it's more when you have a little bit more of an audience, you or it's quite important that people understand the situation. It's kind of a dramatic kind of situation. You want to pull people into the story. Okay, exactly. Yeah, I like that. Today, we're showing you a strategic way to become a better speaker and connect more using vocabulary. And this is one of the seven simple secrets to connection in English. Using the right vocabulary is that secret. But what vocabulary should you learn? Find out when you download our free video lesson at allearsenglish.com forward slash secrets. That's allearsenglish.com forward slash S-E-C-R-E-T-S. So you don't really like the phrase as much just to set this up, right? You said you don't use it as much, but we have a few others, right? Maybe you use some of these ones, Michelle. Okay. What are they? <laughs> All right. All right. So to give you a little context. That's yeah. What. what do you like about, what do you think about that one? Yeah. Like yeah. That? I like that one. I like that one. Okay. And here's another one. I'll give you some background. Oh, okay. That's a good one too. Mm, This might also include when you go actually into the background of the person or maybe something that happened just before the moment the story starts, right? Yeah. Right, right, right. right. Okay, what else? Okay, here we have, just so you understand the situation. Mm -hmm. And then the last one is, here is what was going on. So that's just another way to build, like just wake people up to listen for the story. Mm. Okay. Yeah, good, good, good. Yeah, I like all of these. I think these are really good ways to prep our audience for, you know, what they're about to hear. Yeah, I mean, guys, these are kind of the missing pieces that are not in your English now, but they can be. And when they are, oh, man, you guys are going to be scoring sevens, eights, nines on the IELTS exam. You're going to be just impressing people, connecting with people and getting to your life goals. Right, Michelle? Oh, yeah, definitely. Definitely. (laughs) (laughs) All right, so we've got a little role play here. This is a kind of crazy, kind of funny story. Um, so in this situation, what is happening, Michelle? Let's put it into action. All right, just to set the scene. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so yeah, set oh. the scene. I don't know. I guess that's one I say. Oh, let's include that then. I'm that's one, gonna, I don't I'm know, gonna... because I, I said it twice naturally. So maybe that's in my... <laughs> Well, I think you know you you have a little bit of a drama background, right? Like you've studied theater. Oh, yeah. Right? True. So I that, yes, I did. Yeah. And and also um, stand-up comedy, right? You've yeah. done some stand-up comedy. So I feel like that phrase might be more natural for you, but I just added it to our list here. Yay. They'll go on the blog, guys. So <laughs> I think that is natural for some people. Absolutely. Yeah, love it. I made the list. 
You made the list. (laughs) All right. So person A is telling the story about how something crazy happened at their home. Okay. Are you ready for this situation? It's kind of intense. All right, person A, I'm ready. All right. So last night, the news trucks were at my house. It was wild. They were trying to get interviews from us. Whoa, why? Did something happen at your house? Oh, yeah, you could say that. Oh, well, to give you a little context, I live in LA and I'm in a gentrifying neighborhood near Hollywood Boulevard. Okay, and? And the other night I came back from a day trip up at uh, Huntington Beach. Oh, I love that beach. Yeah, well, here's what was going on. I walked into my house and I heard that my neighbor in the downstairs apartment had left her side door open. Yeah, I guess it was a hot night, huh? She wanted some air? It was, and unfortunately, she got more than just a cool breeze. A homeless man wandered into her house. No way. Way. So what happened? He was hanging out in her room when she walked in. She freaked out. Whoa, I can't even imagine. <laughs> wow. Did you just... I can't, I can't even imagine. I love that. I love how you said, no way, and I said, way. I know. That's, <laughs> that's like a cutesy thing to do in a conversation. Yeah, that's a cute little thing you guys can insert. When someone says, no way, you say, way. It's like a joke almost. <laughs> it's kind of joking. Yeah, just kind of fooling around here. Um, so how did we... You how, So it was pretty important, right, to set the scene here, Michelle. Is that right? Oh, yeah, definitely. Because they were telling like a like a big, intense story. Yeah. I also think it sort, of, it sort of commands attention a little bit when we prepare people for what we're about to say. Definitely. Definitely. Yeah. It's kind of like, okay, you really got to listen to this. This is an interesting one. Yeah. Actually, that that brings to mind the other day I was watching something political on TV and a politician, a politician that I don't really respect that much, but he's articulate. He used the phrase, basically someone asked him why something happened. And he said, there are three reasons and here's why, or, and here's one of them. Mm -hmm. And when someone does that, they prepare you to listen. That signals you to listen. And that's kind of along these lines. It's not the same skill, but it's a similar way of just signaling to people, hey, guys, listen to me. I'm going to tell you something important. Okay. Love that. Yeah. I actually, I really like when people say that. I always think to myself, oh, I should start saying that. And I always forget until the next time I hear it. (laughs) But I always think it sounds nice. I know. I think we've mentioned that on the show before, actually. We've had this conversation and I like it too. I think it sounds very smart. It sounds very confident and articulate. Right, right, right. Exactly. Yeah. So what was the phrase that I used here to build the context? Okay. Well, you said, okay. uh, uh, You said to give you a little context. Exactly. Give you a little context. And then I said something else. I said another little thing here. You said, yeah, well, here is what was going on. Mm, Interesting. So I brought you further into the story there. Yeah. Yeah. I like that. Right. Because you're you're kind of like off talking about the beach. You're a little bit confused. Like you're a little bit right. off there, like right, kind of sidetracking. Right, right. <laughs> and you're like, "Come on, Michelle, you gotta listen." No, no, that that's not the important point. Not that I went to Huntington Beach. That doesn't matter. The right, right, right. Is- <laughs> oh, the beach. Yeah, <laughs> that's funny. <laughs> right, draws people to the actual point of your story. Exactly. I love it. Yeah, I like that. I like that. That's such an important skill to have, right? Because it can be easy to, you know, maybe. If you didn't know these phrases, it would be hard for you to get me to really listen to the story, right? Like, what would you say? So maybe I would just start talking about the beach more and try and change the topic. (laughs) And here you took a little more control. 
take control. That's it. Again, shows confidence, shows that you're articulate and you you kind of, you, you know, you face the world with confidence. Like, I have something to say here. I have a story. It's interesting. So listen up, guys. Okay. Very cool. I love that. I love that. All right. So guys, try implementing this, right? I mean, what would you recommend, Michelle, to our listeners? Should they throw this in their language? I think so. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, we're always telling stories. So when you have a particularly interesting story or you have a captive audience, you know, definitely try and play around with this and see how your audience, how the listeners react. Yeah, vocabulary is definitely one of the keys to connecting, right? Keys to connection. And and by the way, guys, there are also there are actually seven things that we've narrowed down that you need to do to be able to connect in English. There's seven simple secrets, and you can actually get them if you go right now over to allearsenglish.com forward slash secrets. You can download the video for free. Very cool. And it's fun. It's a fun video too. You get to see the country. <laughs> <laughs> so cool. All right, Michelle. Well, any final thoughts for today? Um, go out there, tell some good stories. It's going to be great. Yeah, love it, love it. Okay, we're out of here for today. We'll be back tomorrow. Thanks for hanging out, Michelle. Bye. Thanks, Lindsay. Bye, guys. Bye. Thanks so much for listening to All Ears English. And if you need a seven or higher on your IELTS exam to achieve your life vision, then our insider method can get you there. Start with our free video series masterclass. Get video one now at allearsenglish.com forward slash I-N-S-I-D-E-R. And if you believe in connection, not perfection, then subscribe to our show on your phone or on your computer. See you next time.